as we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. As we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? This your boy, Dub. And it's me, C. And this is Refresh, Refresh Podcast. Podcast. What's going on, people? How you doing, C? Uh, I'm all right. I just don't like this whole phone recording thing, but it's all good. We're going to get there. <laughs> we just love the people, so, <laughs> I mean, we don't want to be missing on the day that we're supposed to be Aaron, so you know we gotta do what we gotta do so we don't miss them days because it is what it is but yeah i'm just ready to get back to regular recording because you know yeah. i understand people got lives going on and stuff <laughs> but this whole delay and pausing and I, I don't know it ain't really worth it for me but i get it i mean at the end but of other the, than that i'm good i mean at the, i mean just air your grievances out just go ahead and just tell everybody how you really feel. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's not yeah. ideal, but I'd rather have an, the opportunity and resource to do it than to not do it at all. Because there's some people who, um, you know, they, they if they can't get together, they ain't doing it. And so, of course, yeah. um, until yeah, we just not like that, though, until we get a real dedicated studio, because, you know, we have not been able to been to Studio 8 um, in a long time. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll be able to get back there shortly it ain't it ain't that you can't get there it, you know it, it's because you just ain't available but I mean, bruh, you know it is what it is jeez just throwing me I just mean, no, bruh, no, bruh, no, <laughs> don't 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 even do that you got man just you, got, you can't be lying to people don't be don't be trying to finesse the people we live in finesse aka Atlanta, but we ain't got to be finessing people you know what i'm saying hey man you that's, know that's for the scammers hey you know like what? how do you spell atlanta F I N E S S E. That's how you spell it. But I mean, you know, we ain't trying to finesse the people. You know what? It's so funny, man. Speaking of finesse, have you ever have you heard of this rapper named Finesse two times? Nah, I, I've heard the name, I but I ain't never heard really, any of his music. I really, really fuck with this guy, and it's not that this oh, guy he actually got bars. Well, it's okay. Okay, would you say would you say Young Jeezy has? You bars? know how I am. You you know how I am. I'm saying, does the man have bars? Okay, okay. Let me set it up. Do you do you feel that Jeezy? Do you feel like Jeezy has bars? Jeezy, Jeezy. Yeah, Young Jeezy. As in, um, you know, I put on for my city. Jeezy? Yes. Do you do do you feel like he as in as in as in Snowman Jeezy? Yes, that guy. As in one on one, Jesus. All right, all right. Let's land this plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got he got bars. I so I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to understand how. Like that's yes. I think okay. the man has bars. Okay, so so um okay, and I don't even know why we're going here, but since we're here, let me just stay here for a second. Um, the okay. reason the reason why I'm saying that is because, in my opinion, um, I believe that Jeezy is one of the coldest rappers in the game right now. How, however. I don't necessarily feel like he is a traditional rapper and has bars like that. I feel that he talks real cool and slick over a beat and it sounds cool and it rhymes and it makes sense. Like, does he have some real hard punchlines? 
Yes, but like for the most part, that's what bothers me. No, no, no. Come but on, for man. but but for the most part, he's just talking, right? He's he's talking. What you mean? He's just talking. All right. So when you talk about like I'm, I'm a little lost. When you talk about like lyricism and cadence and actual traditional rap. Um, mm-hmm. like rapping, a lot of it has to do with the cadence and how you rap and how you actually. And you don't feel like you do that. He does that. No, I I just brought that up because I was trying to draw a comparison to say that finesse two times just really just talks, and really talks over the beat. You know how you could say you used to be able to Ti a perfect example. Ti obviously I've always felt like as a lyricist can really rap, but the one thing that I loved about Ti was is that T.I. was able to, no matter what beat he was rapping over, he can he can essentially ride the beat. And, and, right. and, and you didn't feel like he was hurrying up and too fast. He was like right in that, in that sweet spot of the beat based off of the cadence of how he was rapping. And so, right, right, right. I get what you're saying. And so what I meant by that with comparing Jeezy and Finesse is that Finesse just really just talks. I'm a real nigga and you know how I feel like he just he he, he uh, he's basically okay. kind of okay. telling a okay. story that's his that's his that's his delivery style right 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 that's his but he's not he doesn't really have like a traditional rap cadence like he just he he I got you he's he, he he's on beat but he just really talking and he's talking and mm-hmm. saying some real slick cool shit that you'd be like golly um and I so I think that um I think he signed the um to Yo Gotti's label. Um, gotcha. So you probably okay. may have heard some of his stuff before, um, but you brought up. So go ahead. So I'm going to tell you who reminds who, who. So to me, when you say that, one of the first people that I think of is T Grizzly. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Ex- he, he perfect. Talks ex- over, <laughs> over a beat and just be saying, he'd be saying some cold stuff. Right. But really, he just talking. You know right, what I'm perfect man. Now that's... I don't know if it's an accent thing or whatever, but that's mm-hmm. just what I get from it. Yes, perfect. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I still like him. So, right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Perfect example. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you brought him up because that's the only and, and maybe the Jeezy comparison was terrible, but um, T Grizzly I believe is 100% right on the nail and the... <laughs> that's that's it. Like he just you. talks and you'd be like, golly, this nigga is just talking and he. Like, do you, now, cons- now, do you consider him a rapper or artist? Because that's kind of right, that's the thing. Is like right. a lot of niggas is just like I. Even if you ask Jeezy, Jeezy never, Jeezy never c- categorized himself as a rapper. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. He he just he he just a trapper that just happened to rap. So I mean, right, I he was it. like he was really he 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 tried it. He thought he was good with it, and he just he just kind of kept it going. But it never was something he was setting out to do it just he that right, just kind of right, fell right. that fell into in his lap yeah yeah he fell into it i'll get what you're saying um, it make a lot of sense but now um <laughs> go ahead I ain't, I ain't mean to cut you off but you know somebody else who kind of um when you really sit back and think about it i feel like he rapped like that too you know what i'm saying and is i guess you could say he's probably one of the first to actually have that type of a style and um, I'm only bringing him up because you know uh, he recently got kicked out of a uh, he got he got uh, booted out of a game. You know, he, me and him are fans of the same team. I'm a I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, and so is he. And uh, that guy E40 man, I, I feel like he rap right there too. Um, 
Yeah. I Every see. now and again, he'll hit a beat and actually catch it though. I, yeah. But, I but just his tra- his original traditional style. Right. He just be talking slick. Yeah, I see that. But 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 E forty to me is a little bit more gimmicky. But he talk. But he is what you're saying. But he's like, you know. You feel like he's he's a gimmicky rapper? No, no, no. I don't feel he's gimmicky. I guess what I'm saying is his style kind of makes me feel like it's a mm. his style is on his style is kind of a genre. Like, would you consider what would you what? What, what, like his like his style is a genre, right? Like how like how um um I was asking Corey about this the other day. Um, have you ever heard of this new style of music called drill music? Yes, I've I've heard of so it's, it's 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 like a cadence. It's like a they, they, it's almost like um, remember when um, uh, Erica Badu came out back in the nineties, and you was kind of there. She was kind of creating the creating the lane of that, um, and then Jens of, of 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 what do they call neo soul? Neo soul, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was kind of like the 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 person who kind of started that, and then Jill Scott kind of came in. And kind of made it a whole thing, and then you had Music Soul Child that just took hip hop and the and the beats and the like. He kind of so it was like this whole neo soul. And remember that kind of it that that genre of music kind of started. Well, it was as, more than it was more than just Erica. I think you know what I'm saying because you got to remember Maxwell was that guy. Oh, um, I thought he was kind of soul like like not necessarily. Nah, neo, he was Indian yes, Indian Indian Marie. Soul. Uh, she was kind of part she of that was, too. She was, yeah, she was. She was on the, on the lady end of it, but you know what I'm saying. She definitely was a part of it. Um, you know, but yeah, you had Maxwell, you had Eric Benet. Um, um, damn, who was who else is that? Yeah, D'Angelo. D'Angelo was a part of that movement too. So I mean, oh yeah, so you know, um, so would there you was say- quite a few, quite a few people. It wasn't just Erica, but I get what you're saying though. She's probably one of the the most. Um, I was gonna say who was the grandfather or the. the she probably the had the most notoriety. Okay. Of of all of those people, so I get what you're saying. Yeah. So when I was so drawing that comparison to E40, I guess to me, I guess E40 is kind of his own lane. I, I when I said gimmicky, probably well, wrong, he's hyphy. Wrong, wrong cho- okay. He's, he's okay. hyphy. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. That's I mean, what I, I guess. That's, that's what that, I'm trying. That's to say. that West. Yeah, that's that West Coast Bay Area, you know what I'm saying, um, style. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only person I know that's from um, the Bay Area and ain't on that hyphy stuff is, um, ain't on that hyphy tip, is uh, Mozzie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But again, Mozzie, 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 he, that, that guy nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he nasty. <laughs> but, but again, you know what I'm saying, um, he definitely still got that lingo when you talk about, you know, that Bay Area. Um, I mean, if you know, you know, but and if you don't, <laughs> y'all need to look these people up because these people is the truth. And then the only other person that's from the Bay Area that doesn't rap on the hyphy style is Simba. And a lot oh, of yeah. people are starting to get familiar, man. This guy is the truth, Simba's bro. nice. Like, man, Simba's cold. And I love what he's doing too, by the way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know this, but I follow him on IG. And um, actually, me and Rail was was actually chopping it up in the DMs about this because um, he thought he was turning me on to him because he always hit me with, with people I ain't never heard of sometimes. And then he hit me with somebody. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm already on you. You late. 
Mm. And so, um, and that's <laughs> the situation. He thought he was hitting. He, he thought he was hitting me up on putting me up on game with some, but I was like, nah, bro. He been he been in my Apple library. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you talking about? I've so, been yeah, I've been on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and Two Chains got a song that's so crazy. But what I was saying, I follow him on IG, and um, what he's what he's doing is he just took a trip over to Lagos, Nigeria, and he just really trying to see where we originally from when you think about just people and uh, black people in general for us, just Africa, but he specifically chose that place. And, um, you know, they've, oh, they've received him with open arms and he's over there giving back to the community, like big time. Like right. he, he had stopped in one part and he just was passing out t-shirts, you know what I'm saying? People showing love and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But then he took it as far as, he went to their um they have an area where it's um basically where you get your get anything everything tech you get it from that area it's only sold in that area of lego of nigeria um in lagos and so he went to that strip and he went in one of the stores or a few of the stores and he bought a hundred laptops and he's passing them out to the kids mm. dude that's crazy yeah, shout out to shout out that's, to that's shout crazy. Out, man. Shout out to uh the symbol, the, the 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 king of the jungle. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. But, um, um, yeah. we got we got off a little task here, but where are our manners at? Mm-hmm. Um, you know we like to uh, give inspiration, and so um we got on a little tangent, but it's all good. But let's get yeah, ready to get started on. with the uh, morning message. So I'm gonna hit let's you. I'm gonna hit you with Isaiah forty one ten. So do okay. not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. Woo. Um, man, that's that, powerful. That, that, that's a powerful scripture, man, because, you know, it's a lot of times I, I realize the common theme from the scriptures that we read, um, as we like to always say, we're not religious, we're spiritual. So I'm going to keep mm-hmm. saying that so folks can get that in their head. Because when we transition right out of that and then start talking about some crazy stuff, I don't want y'all to think that uh, we don't have no foundation and no and, and no connections. Um, but right. this is this is this is how we are built and how we are. Um, yeah. But a lot of the scriptures that I find the commonality that we've been talking about the last oh hell since we've been doing this, it's all based right. off of um, you know God being there for you in the time of need. Because and, and and I realize a lot of times with these scriptures that have been written and in, in, in several different um, format, several different translations or whatever, um, mm-hmm. basically communicates to me that God pursued all for he, he saw all of these things um, before they happened. And yeah, which, is, foreseen it. which is which is why which is why he can speak on all of these things and say things like, you know, don't don't fear for I am with you. Um, be not uh, don't be dismayed and so Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people who talk about scriptures and how things were in the bible and what it means to them but I believe that like God always was considerate of us because um for, for the future because you have to consider those people who were in the scriptures that actually saw Jesus that saw the manifestation of of him and lived during that time and then you have these mm-hmm. people and, and you still have people who still didn't believe and they had and they had him with them 
And so the fact that we don't have him with us and we don't have Mm -hmm. the ability to see him in the in the physical flesh and we still Mm -hmm. have the ability to still um, hold on to those promises and, and, and not let those promises go by the wayside. I think that that's extremely important. And I think that that's why there's so much scripture talking about not fearing and not, I mean, you hear don't fear so much in the Bible, because if you really sit up here and think about it, you go, the, 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 the key to overcoming all of this stuff is not fearing. And so for me, um, that's Mm kind of what I wanted to share. That's what I got out of that. I got you. I got you. That's deep, man. I like that. Um, wow. Yeah. So when I heard you, when I, when I heard, when, just hearing that verse, you know, um, when you say don't fear, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's telling you that in a time where things are calm, right? Right. That's 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 one side of it that you got to look at. He's 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 having a conversation with you while things aren't necessarily bad, but they aren't necessarily great either. He just it, but, but things are okay. Right. He's mm-hmm. telling you to don't fear before you get to a time of need or you get to a time of, you know, what I'm saying despair. The thing is, he knew that you was going to get to that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was able to, like you said, he foresaw it. You know what I'm saying? He foreseen it. You know, he, he saw the future. He was able to see the big picture. And so he's trying to tell you, even though times might be OK right now. Don't dismay when they start to get a little rocky, when the waters get a little rocky. Right. Don't, 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 don't fear. I'm right there with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You might not be able to see me, but I'm still right there with you. Right. For you sure. know what I'm saying? So, so I think, um, you know, what that, how, how, how we can um, implement that verse into our lives is anytime we find ourselves in situations where, you know, times are troubling. Um, you know, the weather is is stormy. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, finances is low. You know what I mean? Um, and you don't know where your next meal is coming. You don't know how you're gonna, you know, um, make the make the ends meet to be able to pay that light bill. Um, you know, uh, when you when you get in those situations. Just know that, you know what I'm saying, even though you can't see him, he's still right there with you. And and he didn't he didn't put you in that position for to, to leave you. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. he put you in that position to test you and to bring you back to faith and to bring you back to him. He's right there the whole time. Mm-hmm. He just he just wanna know if you're gonna lean on him. Yeah. Or are you or are you gonna do something different? You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, you know, that's that's how that's how I feel um, about that verse. And I, that's how I think that we could, you know, what I'm saying be better in the event that we implement that in our lives that way. Yeah. By always remembering that he's right there with us, even though we can't physically see him. Yeah, for sure. Wow. That's um. all right. All right. Pass the C. Um, no, no, no. How, how can that's I cash? Right how can I cash app you? Uh, what is the best way to <laughs> to, oh, the, they, to, to the, put some the, seed the, in the your offering, hand? The, the offering bucket is right there. You 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 don't even have to see it. You can see it. You know what I'm saying? Oh gosh. <laughs> well, that's what's you up, crazy. man. 
So um, let's get ready to get to top five. Top five, top five, top five. Let's go. All right, um, I'm going to let you um, set this up because uh, I don't know how to transition out of what we just came out of. <laughs> it's kind of transition I mean, to <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, he's still right there with us. He blessed us with these people. Oh, he gosh. created these people. So, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to be thankful. At oh, the end my of the day. God. <laughs> so I'm thankful for, you know, um, I'm thankful for, you know, everything. You know what I'm saying? All and right. when you sit back and think about it, you know, it's like, you got celebrities? That's a beautiful situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of celebrities, go ahead and set us up. So top five today is going to be what I call top five smash pass. And I'm calling it Smash Pass, not a Hall Pass, for a specific reason. Because I think Hall Pass encompasses so many other things, whereas Smash Pass is literally you get the opportunity to smash and get a pass. Mm -hmm. You get a pass to smash mm -hmm. in the event that, you know, you came across this particular celebrity person, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's whether you this is only an event that you choose in a relationship but you actually need a smash pass right but you know well, in the event that you're single you can do what you want there to do. is a movie called hall pass and so this is kind of not where the concept came from but kind of as we were talking offline i realized there was a movie about this and i'm glad that you brought up the point about not a hall pass now you and i have um a different interpretation of that just based off of um uh, the, the 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 insight that you're bringing uh, as far as smash pass because for mm -hmm. me personally I feel like a hall pass just encompasses all of that and so but specifically right. you're talking about smash pass so I guess it's like you know I this is literally what this is um, because I think a hall pass you could do whatever you want to do and if you just so happen to smash then that's just what you do but yeah. you're just cutting but out all is, of the other a, yeah yeah this is a this is a dead giveaway like you know, they feeling you, you feeling them, and it's a matter of it's pretty much up to you if you want to or not. You know All what right. I'm saying? So this and is me personally. I'm, <laughs> so uh, this, this is celebrity. If any, of these, if any of these five was to ever give me the opportunity, I promise it's going down. All right. So um, you want to crank it up, or you want me to go? Nah, first? you go. You go. Nah, you go first. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see <laughs> if if you if you um are able to fulfill the assignment. Um. Well, I well, well, I will. First of all, I'm a, I'm gonna give you my honorable mentions, and then I will um go. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I'm just throwing. I'm just, no, no, adding, I got I'm just, you. I'm just you. I got you. Let's let's go. Let's let's go. Let's um, go. Let's, I, I want to see the so the honorable mentions go first. Then so the honorable mentions, and then you gotta rank them. You gotta rank them. Rank um, the honorable um, mentions or the top five? No, 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 no. You gotta you gotta rank your top five. All right. So the honorable mentions in no order. Um. So. Zoe Zaldana, or, ne or, or 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 as we like to call her in the MCU, Nebula. Um, mm, okay. um not Nebula. Um, okay. Golly, I fucked that up. What is the green chick name in Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, that's not her. Her sister's name is Nebula. Nebula. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking. I know. About. Oh, oh, oh! You asking 
what is her name in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, ne- I don't know. I said That's Nebula, crazy. but not... Nebula is her sister. Yeah, yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Um, I got you. Though. I get what you're um, uh, and yeah, this you is, messed it all this up. This is this is okay. this is blasphemy, but Halle Berry. You can edit it out. I mean, you know. <laughs> this is <laughs> blasphemy. You are the you are the audio guy. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Halle Berry, which is my <laughs> blasphemous, uh, my blasphemous, was understood. Don't need okay. to be said. I can, I can uh, see that. I can see that. Uh, she crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Carrie Washington. Gotta, it's probably good. Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. Oh, oh. So those the are my fixer. Those are yeah. the, the the infamous fixer. Oh, wow. Olivia, Olivia Pope, right now. Olivia um, she's kind of she's 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 kind of going up and down over the years. I mean, yeah. I don't I I don't I wouldn't want Save the Last Dance, Carrie Washington. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 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 when you but when you talk about I think I love my wife, Carrie Washington. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris I, Rock I, I tried tried his best not to smash that. Um uh, so mm, then let okay. me get ready to get into my top five. So um my top five will will round least the worst. Le- le- least the best. Okay, least the best. So least the best. Um this is um a vintage celebrity who I feel like can always get it, no matter how old they get. Um fresh off of the movie that is critically acclaimed and got several nominations for awards. The one and only Angela Bassett. Oh gosh. Wow. This woman never ages. She's just, she's to me, she just seeing her sixties and she still looks amazing to me. Um, She can get it. um, She can get it on any day. Um, And number four, I will have to say is um, Miley, Kunis, which is as we as we all know, um, you've ever seen Just for Friends, you've seen or you hear her voice all the time on Family Guy. She's she's um uh a white girl who has played in a lot of movies. She played in Bad Mom, she's played in um a whole bunch of other comedies, but I'm gonna go with her. Um okay. and then I'm going to go with Janelle Monet. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. I love me some Janelle mm. Monet. Um wow. I mean, just artistically, musically, she's a little different, but I as an actress, okay. since we're talking about actresses or celebrities, I will go ahead and put her in there. Um number gotcha. two, number two will be um I hate him. Um, we talking about Megan Good. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know where I hate him came from, that came from Friday. <laughs> Megan Good was the chick at the uh, ice cream truck when Big Worm was trying to get over, and she was like, "I hate him." Uh, Megan Good has yeah, great; has, she has aged gracefully. I feel Man, like um, what are you talking about. I mean, we kind of—I I know we kind of around. We the same age, basically. Um, mm. But the fact that like, and she just always seemed like she was a little younger than us primarily because we've seen her literally grow up on TV and movies from Eve's Bayou. And, you know, then, yeah. then it's, this shit started to change during biker boys. He was like, what in the mm-hmm. hell is going on? And um, oh, yeah. so, um, and then it just got out of out, outrageous with waist deep. But anyway, I'll just leave that alone. 
gotcha. and then of course you know who number one is without saying um this will be my I, all time I know. I my just, all time I, crush. I don't care which and I don't and I and I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> Nia Long, she will always forever always <laughs> and forever. <laughs> she will always I don't care, man. Like how I just have just oh. I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out where it began with me. I believe um which is kind of around the same time. I, a lot of I I don't know if it was Friday or if it was Fresh Prince where it began. Um, it was one of those where it began because she was Will's girlfriend for a long time on the show. Yeah, it probably was more so uh, Fresh Prince, but I didn't realize mm -hmm. that she also was. Well, you know what? It probably was Fresh Prince because Fresh Prince was out before Friday came out in '95. So, right, right, right. So yeah. So Nia Long, uh, top five, top five, number, number, number one. Got you, got you. Oh wow, that's a beautiful list, man. That is a very beautiful list. Um, I feel like I want to shoot you, but I can't. So you know, it's all good. I, I get it. I really get it. But um, you know. Since we since since we doing since we doing honorable mentions, oh. um, I forgot how many honorable mentions you had. I just did. But three. I'm gonna just give you. You did, did three. Okay, yeah, so, I'm, did so three. I'm gonna do three. I'm gonna yeah. do three. Uh, so when it comes to honorable mentions, uh, ah man, loving basketball. Oh Sinai gosh, Sanaa Lathan. That, that she could right she could there. she could be top oh, five, but goodness. I but she, at least she made your oh, list. Oh my goodness! A, a list. Oh my goodness! She is man. Honorable mention. There's she's definitely up there in in the event that it it it, it, it yeah you know I ain't I'm, she got me stuttering, but um you know so yeah I would definitely say Sanaa Lathan, um and she's been in a lot of movies and she's to me has always been that girl tamala jones Ooh. tamala jones she's probably not a household name based off of her name but when you see her you know yeah exactly when you see her you be like about. oh mm -hmm. i know who that is mm -hmm. so yeah yeah definitely tamala jones man and is it tamala or is it tamala it might be tomorrow. I, you know, I'm not great with names, so mm -hmm. you know, um, that I like. I say I, I'm honorable mention. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and then when it comes down to it, my last honorable mention, man, I don't know what it is about her, but I, I mean, her voice is sexy. Her eyes is sexy. She, I mean, she is like so bad to me. But um, Regina Hall. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, Regina Hall. She definitely makes my honorable mention. Not because um, my because my because my top five is my top five. Not to be and, not and to be mistaken with King. Is, <laughs> right, right. Not not to be mistaken with King. You know what I'm saying? Now she nice too, but you know that's we, we talking we, we talking. You know, smashing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, now I'm gonna tell you something. I'm finna hit you with my list. And you you my list is my list, but my list is my list because you know how I am. Mm -hmm. I'm a little over the top. So I need to know Delicious about Delicious major list. You know what I'm saying? 
delicious from Flavor Flav. Man, she she bad, You just said you know. You just said you know how I am, so I just immediately went way left. Um, although yeah, yeah, she yeah. probably would I, not. I it's you, not your man. speed, but she's definitely no, no. She's definitely she's definitely my speed, but <laughs> I'm okay because sometimes when you do like certain certain things people do tend to turn me off sometimes you know what i'm saying because i'm real picky you know that about me mm -hmm. so it's just be like when you say you know you know i don't know if flavor hit that or not you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying if he hit it i don't want it but i will say this and we ranking them from worst to greatest yeah. right yeah so so i'm gonna tell you um this person makes my list and they and they and they're at my they're at the bottom of my list, you know what I'm saying? Simply because of the person that they was, you know. And um, if anybody's familiar with hip hop in the late '90s, early 2000s, you know, 2010, maybe up to 2010, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, then you know when you when you heard the name Superhead, you was like, hold on a second. Mm. Hold on a second. So um, that's gonna be Korean Stephens. Okay. Cause I just, I just, I just want to see what the hype is about. Mm -hmm. I just want to see what the hype is about. See. I feel you. But it's provocative. No, it's not. It gets well, the people going. I just want to see. I, I, I like head. She's super head. I'm trying to see what that'd be like. Mm -hmm. Um, my next is uh, my my number four. I can't, I, 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 I don't know what it is about her. I mean, her body is crazy, even today. And she's an, she's an older woman, but she's still bad. She still got the sex appeal. She's still cool as hell. I mean, she just like, she's like the homie lover friend, but just happened to be a baddie. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, and I'm saying, She's on my list because I feel like if she could change two of the greatest rappers, you know what I'm saying, alive, if she could change how these niggas was, I feel like I want to see what that'd be like too. And that's the Erica Badu. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying? I can't she, with she, that. Cha she changed Andre Benjamin <laughs> in the Andre 3000. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she changed Common to man come on to the dude he is now and you like he's still coming but mm -hmm. <laughs> he ain't he a little different now you know what i'm saying so you know definitely erica badu she makes she, she's my number four um my next this gonna be like hold on a second what she makes my list because it's been something about her ever since she was on seventh heaven and yeah, you like, hold on, that's a white TV show. Yes, so this is a white girl. And, you know, white women were the first women, I, were the first thing that I've ever I, seen I make mean, it. No, so no it is what it is. So, you know, Jessica Biel, man, mm -hmm. the woman is beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah, she and is. she seemed like she got the coolest personality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's the, she's the person, like, she's also got that tomboy with just baddie vibe. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I forget the name of that movie that she was in with the dude that played baseball, but just she played that role so naturally. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, she she just being around her in person, you know, that's just sexy as hell. And she her body is crazy. It's like, man. Yeah, she she's number three. 
And uh, somebody that made your list makes my number two. And, and matter of fact, she was your number two as well. And uh, <laughs> make it good. It's something, about, it's something about them lips. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like she said in, in, in um, You Just Got Served. Yeah. Uh, beautiful with yeah. two L's. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, she yeah, man, something about that woman, man. Oh, my goodness, man. She's, ooh, mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, waist deep really showed showed you something about her, and it was like, so when you stopped, I was like, yeah. But um, and then the number one man, my number one, to see her go from the little teenage girl that she was when she first came out to the woman that she is now. She's a billionaire, bro, and 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 a mommy at the same time, and it's like the woman is gorgeous. Good old Rihanna. Man, I'm telling you, bro. Like, if I ever was to get the opportunity to buy, I promise I'm going to Happy Town. Yeah, bro, she would kill you. Yeah, and it's she's okay. like a fucking Avenger, bro. Like, she just got one move, Absolutely. and then you're done. Absolutely, and, and and I'd be I'd be done, but I but I but I'd be okay. <laughs> man, that's what's up, man. So, I, yeah. I I definitely think that we have. Um, well, well, besides the, besides, um, Megan, we have very different lists and, um, and I'm glad that we was able to talk about why instead of just throwing out, I mean, a lot of people be like Beyonce and all of these folks. I'm just like, "Mm." I mean, Beyonce is beautiful, but you know, it's just, You but but know, but, but you know I, I I don't I don't I don't have a connection with her I don't I, I have a connection nah, with with me alone like I I, I remember having pictures up all in my wall in my in in, in my teenage years just with man oh and God. you know what's funny Dur- during the teenage years when we was in high school and that came out I was crazy about Beyonce and Kelly mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying there was it was something about the two of them they mm-hmm. they they really did it for me um funny story when they when they were destiny's child and they came out when we was young right we were still in high school they did an appearance at greenbrier mall mm-hmm. we were me and a couple of the fellas marty 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 can attest to this i think he was in the car with us um if i'm not mistaken me marty corey and i want to say miguel we was all we was in the escort and we called ourselves trying to stop the limo, trying to get in front of the limo. That's crazy. Wow. But we were, we we was crazy about them folks at that time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, that will conclude top five. So let's get to the meat and potatoes, or as we like to call it, TBT. TBT. Truth be told. Um, let's go I I'm learning a lot about myself um, as I get older um, not just oh, relate not just relationally but just um, okay just it, I mean that's, that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know how you know how people it's cliche to say this um, but people will say if you the same person at 50 that you was at 40 or if you was the same person at 40 that you was at 30 then you ain't growing and so I think that like a lot of times growth, um, we, we don't allow the 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 
the lesson that we learned, because th- this is my thing. You know how people say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And I disagree mm-hmm. with that because I feel like sometimes you win some, sometimes you learn some. And I feel like mm-hmm. you should never lose. Like you should I never like lose. That. You should always be learning. And when you do feel that you have lost, what did you learn from it? Because I bet exactly. you you won't lose again ever in that situation exactly. again, unless you're just an exactly. idiot. But yeah, and, and you didn't learn from it. <laughs> right. So you hear people talk about all the time, like, you know, oh, my God, like, I wish that you wouldn't have wasted my time. I, I could have just mm-hmm. been so much further along in life if you didn't waste my time. And I feel like mm-hmm. I, I wasted five, six years or two years or two, three months or whatever. And so what I wanted to right. talk to you about real quickly was how do you feel about the idea of, um, you know, getting rid of the getting rid of the idea of you wasted my time? Because I do think that nobody likes to have their time wasted. God knows I hate having my Not time wasted. However, um, what is the lesson that you learned behind it? Because, again, um, whether it be in a relationship or whether it just be just with any friendship or any career relationship, like you learn that, like, wow, like I don't ever want to go through that again. But I'm grateful that I went through it. Um, Mm -hmm. the the other thing that I believe that a lot of people loosely throw around is, which I don't understand this when people be like, oh, well, I didn't have my daddy in my life, but because I wasn't, I didn't have my daddy, I'm a better man today, which is a whole nother situation. I'm just leaking all over the place. But I, I I I said that to just say that, like, we learn from, um, our, 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 our failures, our experiences and our failures. And should we continue to say that wasted my time? Uh, I, 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 I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, but, um, I think I'm in unison with you. I don't think that we should say we, we lost time because at the end of the day, like you said, you learned a lesson, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you got to think about it. Um, like you, like you were saying, it, it doesn't even have to be, uh, pertaining to a romantic relationship it could just it could just be a platonic friendship you know what i'm saying you could have a particular friend that you know they may be however they are and you are how you are and y'all mesh right Right. and then and and things can be great and over time y'all can slowly but surely grow apart you know what I'm saying? Until, you know, things culminate with an experience where you end up parting ways. And it doesn't mean that you love that person or hate that person or anything like that. You, you it, It's not one of those situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, you have an agreement to disagree. And, and you know what I'm saying? You wish them the best and they probably wish you the best as well. Right. But it's just you've outgrown each other. And it's simply because over time you have your life going on, you know what I'm saying? And they have their life going on. Sometimes you could be in a friendship and you could want the best for that person. And they may not necessarily want the best for them. You know what I'm saying? They might be comfortable where they're at and don't want to go higher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, and, 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 and it's all relative to the individual because what you consider higher for them they may not necessarily consider high for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Wow. They might consider that being lower. And and so it's just a difference of perspectives. And that's the that's why I'm saying it's it's all relative to the individual. But again, either way, 
it's not you lost time it's you learned you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now if you out here just being reckless and you're not being attentive to the relationships um that you entertain good and good and or bad mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um then you probably think that you lost that's because you're not being mindful of those different um scenarios that you're coming across you don't know you you're not even being able to recognize when you're being tested right. you know what i'm saying you just willy-nilly out here you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and that's not good you know what i mean because that that shows lack of maturity that shows uh lack of focus that shows lack of self-awareness and uh man a myriad of things you know what i'm saying so the whole thing is when you out here living life adulting you know what i'm saying young adulting to adulting you know um you need to be aware of self you need to be aware of your peace mm. you need to be aware of your joy you need to be aware of your happiness and you need to be aware of your boundaries you know what i'm saying because those are the things that help you um with when it comes down to your relationships you know what i'm saying um a lot of times people find themselves i don't know, like you said i don't know why i spent time with this person you spent time with that person because you at some point you felt like y'all could relate to each other right that's why you was in a relationship with them now it could have been just platonic mm-hmm. and it could or it could have been you know romantic but the whole point is during the time that y'all spent together you related you know what i'm saying right. that's what made y'all bond Right. I so, think I think there's you know. I think a lot of people get focused so much on, um, you know, every relationship is not necessarily or when, when I say relationship, I, you know, romantically, whatever, however you want to characterize it. Um, mm-hmm. Every relationship is not going to I hate to beat the, the other cliche that people say all the time is it's like, you know, everybody ain't meant for you. And if you know this, you know, if wh- what's for you is supposed to be for you, what God has for me, it is for me. <laughs> like I, I do. Right. I, I do think that as we matriculate through life, I realize mm-hmm. that like there are some people that are in your life for a season. And I do cool. believe that like, you know, God puts people in your path for reasons. Um, and I believe mm-hmm. that like this person is is supposed to be where you learned how to deal with your temper. This person mm-hmm. is supposed to teach you how to deal with um, your anger and, and teaching you how to be patient. This person exactly. is teaching you how to speak up for yourself. This, You know what I'm saying? So it's like exactly. until you get to the point where you have been able to get to um, the place that God wants you to be or the goal that you even have set for yourself as far as where you're trying to go in life. You just have to just be able to utilize those stepping stones to say, you know what, this is these are the things that help build me and make me the person that I am. So that Absolutely. when I do finally figure out this is where I'm supposed to be, this is who I'm supposed to be with. I have all of these experiences and I have all of these tools in my tool belt that I can be able to utilize and say, as a result of me not having this, as a result of this person cheating on me, as a result of me learning this, now I I have fortified myself to be able to be a better version of myself for you. And so as a result of those things, that is who (laughs) you are meeting. This is the person who you have, um, got introduced to and this is why i am the way that i am 
Oh yeah, definitely. I I totally believe that. I mean, at the same time, um, you think about it like you you could think about it like this. You ever um, you ever hear? I, I remember hearing older people always say, you know, the older you get, the the smaller your circle gets. Right? Yeah, I never you know, understood when you, when that. You, I mean, I get it now, when, but back so, then I didn't. Right. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. That's 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 the exact point. So it's like when you're young, you know what I'm saying. You 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 have so many different friends, and then you don't really realize that those people aren't necessarily your friends. They're just associates. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. You're supposed to only deal with them to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying. Right. It doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you wouldn't have they back in certain situations it just means you're not going to go in it a hundred percent because you know what i'm saying it, it mean you might have they back you know what i'm saying to, to but to a degree you know what i'm right. saying they may have your back to a degree it, it, it ain't gonna be it's unconditional you know what i'm saying those forever people it's con it's unconditional yeah, you know then we gotta, stop, we gotta stop loosely throwing around. I'm glad that you use that word. I didn't mean to cut you off. That you use that word, associates, acquaintances, mm -hmm. however you want to call right, them. Right, right, right. Associates and acquaintances are the same thing. But to they just are say not your my friend, right? It's like we gotta stop loosely just giving. Friend is such a powerful word. Like all my Absolutely. friends, all my friends. I will tell you, if I haven't lived no life with you, if I haven't had no experience that I can still remember and talk about years later then I, I don't see how I can continue to be friends with you because my friends, it, it isn't just, man, what's going on? How you doing? How was your day? It's no, we didn't have mm -hmm. life together. We have, ex right. we have, we have been to almost been to jail together. We have, you know, <laughs> thrown up in front of each other. I didn't spend the night. Right. We didn't live with right. you. We didn't like, it, it's, it's, right. it's bigger than just, Oh, that's my friend. No, nah, like, so to your point, as you get older, your circle becomes smaller and there's nothing wrong with your circle becoming smaller. That just means that you're more intentional and you're more focused mm -hmm. on what it is that you're doing because the older you exactly. get, you can't afford for the, you can't afford to just be having like all of these dudes that you kick it with, especially niggas. Niggas don't, women can have like an ass of friends. Niggas don't do that. Like I have three yeah. or four friends and I don't, mm -hmm. I, do you know, heard the song, no new friends. I, I, yeah. I really, I really believe that it's like, Oh, nice to oh, meet yeah. you. But, I, like, I already have I already have friends. I don't need no new friends. <laughs> right. Right. What do I need new friends for? Like my boys go to bat for me hard and I go to bat for them just the same. So it's like, come on, man, what is that? But but I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm a loyal person just in general. Um and oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Every everybody that knows me knows that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, um, and, and family just the same. You know what I'm saying? I might have not seen certain family in 10, 15 years when I see them, boy, it's just like we just hung out yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not even weird or awkward or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Because we know how we are. We know right. the, that there's real love there. There's, you know what I'm saying? There's a real bond. There's real chemistry. You know what I'm saying? We know we still the same individuals. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can remember um you know times when i was living in alabama um at my grandmother's house and my cousin stayed up the street you know what i'm saying you know and he had he had almost every game system that there was and i'm trying to go spend the night with him so we can have, we and we on the we on the games all night long you mm -hmm, know what i'm saying mm -hmm. 
you know, um, if I if I if I if I walked in and seen my cousin, you know, at whatever venue or something like that, man, it's just like we we, we kicked it yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And that would be the best of times. Right. But you know, that's just how I am as a person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you know, being around them is weird. It's awkward. You trying to figure out. Like it's, it, if you walking on eggshells, like you know what I'm saying, that's an acquaintance. That's mm-hmm. not a friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> that's an associate. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I want to kind of um, bring it back to what we was talking about a little bit. I wanted to see what do you think are those deal breakers for those wasted time situations? Let's just let's just talk females. Um, that you have learned something from them that you didn't necessarily like the lesson. But the lesson taught you something, taught you, taught you about something moving forward. Is there a situation mm-hmm. where you could actually come back to that? Because you know how a lot of women will clearly say all the time, I don't go backwards. You know, I, I, oh, I, yeah, I, I don't, definitely. I don't. And so do you think that you could? Because I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Like a lot of people will say, like, if you my ex, you my ex for a reason. And I'm like, uh, I guess it just depends on how the situation ended because me personally it just depends man like you know i I don't know how i feel about that because there's some people who aren't at odds with any of their exes it's just this is where i was in my life and you just was not fitting in with what i was trying to accomplish now i have gone off and done some different things and grown and now you have grown and maybe can we come back but i still learned how you fucked me over and i won't let that happen again you think you can go back you think you can go back to something that you move move past based off of lessons so, you learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll so I'll tell you a story, right? And you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I don't know why I always got a story, but I always got a story for for every scenario down there. But you know, that's just that just shows you that I live life and, and I'm very attentive to the relationships and bonds that I deal with people. So the whole thing is this. So um I don't know if you remember, but um, when during the time frame that I worked at uh, that I was working for Foot Locker at Champ Sports, right? Mm-hmm. I ended up meeting this young lady from New Orleans. She came in, um, and I was blown away because she was like extremely attractive to me. She had the sundress on, she had the big shades on, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, look at this little petite thing here. And so she came in, she hit me with the, "How you doing, baby?" I was like, "Whoa." She hit it with that accent. You know I love that New Orleans accent. I already knew what was up. So I'm like, bro, I'm finna shoot my shot. You know what I'm saying? I I, I shot my shot. You know what I'm saying? And then I was, she she was like, she wanted me to help her with some shoes or whatever. I helped her with the the shoes. And you know what I'm saying? We was laughing and talking in the time she was trying on the shoes. Long story short, she ended up, you know what I'm saying? We ended up dating like on a serious, serious tip. Now the thing was, she didn't want a boyfriend. She didn't want to. She didn't want to be in a quote quote relationship. But she wanted something that was, that was convenient. It was fun. It was no strings. Not necessarily no strings attached, but mm-hmm. it didn't have any labels. That's what she was mostly concerned about. She wanted something genuine. She wanted something fun. Something spontaneous. You know what I'm saying? But not that that didn't contain any labels. And so, um, I was like, cool. I could. I could. I could be that. You know what I'm saying? And I was okay with that, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, you know, uh, her name is Chris, right? Right. And so, me and Chris kicked it probably for probably almost like a year or so. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I ended up meeting her mom, ended up meeting 
met her stepdad, met her brother, her sister-in-law, met her sister, her kids. Like we was we was having the best of times. You know what I'm saying? She was cooking. We we would have movie night. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, ended up we had a situation and we not necessarily a situation, but we was gonna go out. Right? Mm -hmm. It was her birthday. Um, her and her brother got the same birthday, so I took them out for their birthday. We had drinks and everything like that, or whatever, chills, you know what I'm saying. And so, like a day or two after that, I was like, "Hey, the kids, uh, I got the kids some stuff for the for their birth for, for Christmas or whatever." I was like, "You gonna come over and get it?" She was like, "Yeah." She comes over to get their stuff. We go at it, right? And then <laughs> the next, I think the next day, um, she ended up calling me and asking me, "Hey, what are we doing?" And I was like. What you mean? What are we doing? She was like, you know, um, what are we doing? I was like, well, you know, you said you wanted something that was convenient. You said you wanted something fun, spontaneous, with no labels. I was like, I mean, you know me. I'm. If you want to go further, we can. But if not, I'm okay with what we got. She was like, okay, I, I'm just making sure. And I never saw her again for seven, <laughs> seven, almost eight years. Right. Right. And and I'm and you like hold on a second. How do you go from Y'all kicking it heavy like that, even though there wasn't any labels, and then you didn't see her, didn't didn't hear from her, nothing for eight years, right? Right, right. Bro, when we crossed paths again on the back end, you know what I'm saying? Eight years later, um, I ended up getting a friend request from her on Facebook, and so I get the friend request. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm ecstatic. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little mad. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to tell her how I feel, but I'm like, I don't really know what's going on, so I'm just going to play it by ear, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we end up, you know what I'm saying, setting up, uh, um, you know, a meet and greet again or whatever, so we get, get acquainted, see how we, we catch up and things of that nature. And when we, when we sat down, she was like, yo, I just want to let you know it was nothing that you did. You were a good dude. Like, I really had a lot of love for you. Um, I just was in a bad headspace. I was going through a lot and I didn't really, I was really immature and I didn't really know how to deal because you was coming at me with so much stuff and you was doing so many different things that no other guy has done for me before. She was like, and I just want to let you know, I really appreciate you for all of that. Cause I had helped her get a job. I had helped to do so many, I had bought her a cell phone. Like I literally was like that guy, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. then again, you know, I got ghosted. So it was like, was I that guy or wasn't I that guy? You know what I'm saying? Now, um, the thing was, she had, during the time frame that we had, you know, parted ways or whatever, she experienced so many different things. She had, you know what I'm saying, um, a lot going on. And when she told me all of that, I was like, man, that's crazy. But what I learned during the time frame that we were apart from each other, she taught me, how, because it was because of her, I'm saying that she taught me, right? Right. She taught me that. I could be resilient. She taught me that I was extremely hardworking. You know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, I wanted to level up so much to where the next time that she saw me, it was going to be a situation of, damn, I fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? And it was that, but it's like, to some degree, that had a negative connotation in my mind, right? Because I wanted to just be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But when I actually got in that situation, 
it was like, nah, it was humbling because it was like, dang, she experienced life, you know what I'm saying? And I experienced life too. And it was a learning lesson for the both of us. I was like, man, I'm just appreciative of the situation because without you, I would have probably still been at my mama's crib. You know what I'm saying? Because wow. I was living at my mom's crib. You know what I'm saying? Now I could have, you know, did a whole lot of things, but I just is where I was living at the time. And what one of the things that she said to me was like, yo, you spending this money on a hotel room all the time. Like, why are you spending that money like that? You, you just put another couple hundred dollars with that. and or, or if you didn't buy another pair of J's when they drop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and throw maybe a, a, a 50 on top, you know what I'm saying? You could have you an apartment. And I was like, hmm. I mean, hold, hold on a second. You might be on something. Right. I'm thinking about how, I'm thinking about how many times in within a month that I'm getting the hotel room. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about how many J's come out in a month. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, she got a good point. Like, hold on a second. If I hold off on some J's <laughs> and just sit tight, I might be good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's exactly what I did. And so I ended up getting a two bedroom townhome with the spiral staircase, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was doing it, you know what I mean? Like, right. it was crazy, but it was a lesson that I had to learn, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thankful for that lesson that I learned. So it wasn't that I lost, I learned, you know right. what I'm saying? Right, perfect. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to say one thing, and then we'll get on to the the the, the, the favorite part of the show. Um, uh, I will just say for me, one of my exes, I had that situation um, where I was living with them. We had a, my first apartment was with my, what, what one of my exes. And, okay. um, <clears throat> there wasn't a, there, there wasn't a de domestic situation, but there was a situation where the police was called. Um, Whoa. and so what I realized is that, um, I didn't need to, I didn't need to learn this lesson because I experienced it. I learned this lesson because I never wanted to be like how my father was, which my father was beating my mom's ass and he was very really? abusive. So I already knew that I wasn't going to be that way. So I had already kind of had it um, instilled into me that I'm just never going to touch a woman. But there was a situation where I was um, a situation where I um, was, um, you know, when I was living with her and conversation got heated, we were having an argument mm -hmm. And of course she had, she had some, um, she had a blow dryer or something in her curling iron in her hand. And so then she started throwing it at me, kicking it at me. And of course, you know, most men, first thing we do is we try to restrain the woman. So we grab them by their wrist to say, stop, stop. <laughs> Don't right, hit me. Right. Stop, stop. I'm like, all right. I'm gonna let you go. Don't hit me. <laughs> right. Wow. And so, um, so after I let her go, because I was like, I'm not going to mm -hmm. let you continue to hit me and kick me. I don't care how mad right. you are. We're not going to put our hands on each other. And so then she right. called the police on me and said, you going to jail because you put your hands on me. And I was like, man, wow. that's some bullshit. So I say all that to say that what that what that taught me was is that I will never be in a situation where a woman puts her hands on me and I stay in that situation. Because the first time you do gotcha. that, the first time you do that will be the last time you do that. Because I'm not going to get myself caught up into a situation where the police are getting called and then there's going to be your word against mine. So the first time mm -hmm. you put your hands on me, I'm out. I can't I, I, I can't do that. So therefore, um, I make that very clear and made it clear in relationships um, after that, that 
I don't play those put your hands on me games. I'm not going to put my hands on you. So I'm just telling you, just based off of my my almost encounter with jail, because the cop came out and obviously saw that I was the one who was roughed up. My shirt was all fucked up. And because of that, I made that disclaimer and made that very clear. I don't deal with violence. Um, I'm not going to hit you. So but if the but if you do hit me, it's over. <laughs> so I oh, learned yeah. I learned I learned that. Um, but I want to get to our favorite part of the show, which is called uh Black on Black on Black. Black, on black. You already know. So um I will for for you art heads out here, um, you know, I like to stay in Atlanta. Um, you know, I, I, know I guess I'm kind of biased. Um I know but I'm gonna hit you with uh this place called Zugat Gallery. It's mm. a it's an art gallery, it's down, it's in downtown Atlanta. Um, and basically Zugat Gallery is the largest African-American owned fine art gallery in the Southeast. Their mission wow. includes the promotion and the exhibit or, and, and to exhibit original works of art by living African-American artists. So um, if you get an opportunity to check them out, Zugat Art Gallery for you art. I don't even know if I'm saying it right for you art heads. Um, and for me, I'm gonna check it out myself because you know I, I I'm starting to get into art um, a little bit. Um, okay. And so um, that's the number one that I got. And then you know I just keep nice. it I keep it simple. Tony ba- Tony's Barber Studio. Um, it's an Atlantic station actually. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And so get a fresh cut at Atlantic Station with Tony's Barber Studio, creating them fresh looks for men and women. It's a hot spot for haircuts in the ATL. Nice, nice, nice. That's what I'm talking about. Um, speaking of art, uh, I'll keep it in it. We 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 go. No, 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 no. This is this is actually you know what I'm saying a real thing. So, um, man, when it comes to art, like I I love everything, anything art, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've, I've been on it, you know what I'm saying? I know you just now getting turned on to it, but um, one of my favorite uh artists is uh Absence by Juanito. Mm-hmm. And Absence by Juanito, um, you can catch him on, on Instagram, it's uh A B S N C E underscore, and he is a um black artist. And he specializes in um, custom shoes. Okay. I'm talking about the dude is when I say cold man, or or or, or other words, he fire. Cold as ice. Man, he cold as ice, and he he probably he probably that gasoline. On, on, he's probably fire on gasoline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or gasoline that. on fire. I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Um, man, one of the first people to uh support the movement was young Dolph. you know how um young Dolph got the well had um rest in peace you know how he had the uh the camo on his on all his cars yeah so he had he had reached out to Juanito and um wanted Juanito to do some Air Force Ones for him right and so he did some Air Force Ones to match the car crazy Mm crazy you should put the picture of that on the instagram man i w- i would definitely do that i'm actually gonna um do that and uh y'all can see it so by the time this show is um airs for you guys you'll be able to um see it so definitely check out the instagram page 
we'll have some things on there. We'll, I'm gonna, I'll actually put some other things on there as well, because uh, you know we have been um, doing posts. But yeah, Juanito. Okay. Com. Because right. he has a website as well, so you can check out the Instagram. And the link for the website is also on the Instagram, also Quanito.com. Cool. And that's Q U O N I T O.com. Cool. Um, and the other person that I wanted to um, turn y'all on to uh, is, uh, is staying in the art. In, in the art. Well, I look at it as if it's art because at the end of the day, fashion is still uh, an expression. Mm-hmm. And art is just expression, right? It's just a, it's just an expression of how you dress. You know what I'm saying? So, um, this particular guy, man, I've been following him for quite a few years now. But um, it's a guy by the name of Malcolm Clayton, mm-hmm. and he has a clothing line called Malcolm Garrett. And basically, the clothing line is luxury garments and custom painted footwear. Oh, wow. you know. So he he also does custom shoes. Um, Man, dude been doing it for a minute, but I'm telling you when I say he's the truth, he's the truth. Um, so I mean, he has um these shorts that he does during a certain time of the year when it's when it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. He got these shorts that he's that he makes from these premium towels. Um, so that the towel might have like the I'm not sure if you're familiar with like luxury towels, mm-hmm. but you know how they have those crazy prints on them? Right. Imagine somebody taking a towel and making a pair of shorts out of them. <laughs> dope. I'm talking about dude. Like when I say dope, I'm talking about crazy dope. Like he, he it's it's real drip. Like you can't go wrong. Big with old it, drip. Um, I'm talking about he does he does that. Um, he'll he'll he also does like a lot of sports memorabilia um, inspired uh, clothing. So he might remake a jersey. So, like, for example, you remember when, when um, Ray Allen was with the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Right. He took a jersey. He took, a, he took, he took some corduroy material and remade the jersey. God damn, dog. I'm talking about, like, when I say fire, it's fire. <laughs> so, yeah, Malcolm Garrett, um, you can check him out on Instagram. Uh, like I said, the, the, his, his real name is Malcolm Clayton, but the brand name is Malcolm Garrett. Garrett. Um, there's also a link uh, on the Instagram. It's by MalcolmGarrett.com, and that's B Y M A L C O L M G A R R E T.com. Like I said, hit him on, on Instagram, and you'll uh, definitely see the link. And you can also shop from the from directly from the uh, Instagram as well. So yeah, man, check him out. And he also has a uh, another clothing line called retired from society that's another one of one of his um brands and when i tell you both of them is fire there i had to do an honorable mention because it's like one in the same you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um you know you definitely got to check the dude out if you're yeah. looking for some some good quality you know what i'm saying um custom gear that you know ain't nobody else gonna have um or that or at least you just want to break somebody's neck when you walk in definitely reach out to either one of those guys man can't go wrong Mm. My boy, you already know we did it again, man. Another um, rendition. Uh, so this has been another installment, and you have officially been refreshed. refreshed.